Welcome back to this Sydney set proudly brought to you by Racing New South Wales with the $1 million Hunter and $1 million Gong await elegance, thrills and world-class racing right around the corner. Dean Watling, best bets off the top. We like to go nice and early before we tackle the 10 race card. That way our listeners can just go do whatever they want to do. And if they happen to leave us on, then so be it. What's your best <laughs> off the top for us at Newcastle? I like that. Uh, my best bet of the day. I think it's a, a really good meeting there. Race seven, number nine, um, until Valhalla comes up in the spring stakes is my best bet today. Third up, really good last start with a little bit of a tactical, versatile run when finding itself out in front. I think up 1,600 metres from a good gate will prove hard to beat in an albeit probably a bit of a weak group three here, going to. Super stuff, yeah. I was very keen on um, I'm in to win, but it's very short now. So my best bet of the day, Newcastle. Race three, number four, Satay Chicken. Apologies, you just woken up. Satay Chicken is probably not the first thing on your mind. It's not exactly mm. bacon and eggs, is it? But uh, hopefully come this uh, this time of the day, uh, Satay Chicken, Joshy Park, Cody Morgan. This race sets up perfectly. It's been absolutely off the map, about 10s into $6.50. So they've been listening. They must have chimed into the weekend preview, Dino, because we were keen on this horse there. Race three, number four, Satay Chicken. My best of the day. The text line 0457736736. That's 0457736736. Send your text messages in. Let's read a couple off before we get started here, Dino. Shane from Belmont. Just wanted to say I caught you late yesterday afternoon. Got a few winners. Uh, thanks, Shane. Oh, you've filled up. That's good. Have a cracking day, lads. Hey, lads, love the show. How do you think the track will play at uh, Newcastle today? Hard and fast, I'd suggest there. But, Dino, you might think the, the track might play pretty fair. I thought more on pace suited. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, similar to you, Ford of midfield. They did get some rain the last two days, which should dry out pretty well. This meeting over the last three years have suited horses up on speed. Tempo, you probably need to run on. I think lanes two plus in the straight uh, will be suited as well. Super stuff. Has Dino thought about running a perm through that beautiful hair of his fashion of the field in Newcastle? Dino? Perm? <laughs> I could do that. My mum's actually a hairdresser, so I'm have to chat to her. But no, that's not on the list to do today. <laughs> God bless you, Jen. Don't do it. Don't do it to him. Um, hey boys, love your work. I have a black booker in today that debuted a couple of weeks ago. Campbell, a race six, number four. Uh, go with Egyptologist. Uh, that two dollars from the O'Shea mm. camp. Dino, is that something a horse that you have your eye on? Yeah, copped a bit of a poor steer on David Goldman. Um, it's a horse that will get better out in ground, which he does do today. And John O'Shea, typical stable who does improve his horses second up. So I had a black book off the trials as well. Um, so I think it's found its race today. I think the slight query might be its price, though, Dano. But, um, yep, I do like that horse. Very good. Righto, let's tackle this uh, 10 race card. We're going to go short and sweet through races, one to five, and then we're going to go a little bit wider as we get through. First of all, we'll kick off in this really, really good race. A race we saw Cylinder come through last year, the uh, Max Lee's Classic, where Market Magic is your favourite, coming off a nice trial, and you've got the Godolphin Train Graham right there as second favourite. Uh, Dino, I thought Market Magic's trial was enormous. I think Graham's a horse we can follow moving forward. How did you see this race uh, pan out this afternoon? Yeah, I think it's a race in three. I think um, obviously 900 metre races, they're specialised distance. And sometimes the best horses um, to come out of the race um, don't win these races. It's more so the horses that are already built 900 metre speed machines. And I think Market Magic is that. Graham's obviously a half to the Group 3 winning two-year-old Zolfika, I think he's the horse that we want to follow out of it. He'll be the one out the back charging late. And the stablemate, if Arastro um, is really well-bred, it's a half to, obviously, Savatiano and Valana. So very well-bred. It's out of blue point. So 
Um, interesting to see how he goes, but I'm firmly with Market Magic. I think he's the best horse. I think Graham will lose the battle, but might win the war in um, the long term they're going to. Would you recommend a futures play for Graham, Dino? Yeah, I expect him in the Golden Slipper. I think he's around ooh, probably $50 plus. Uh, I just love his breeding, love his trial. Um, and Tyler Shilley did ride on that trial rides today too. So, yeah, I think that's a, a smart play. Back market magic today and Graham probably in the futures for the Golden Slipper. Very good. Uh, race two, the midway benchmark 72 handicap here. Uh, toes on the nose, really well named here for Nashville Wheeler. Is your favourite resistible, second favourite for Dylan Gibbons. He'll be looking to have a big day up at Newcastle, home track for him. And, uh, well, he'll be looking to absolutely dominate if he can. How did you see the midway benchmark 72? Yeah, a bit of an even contest this week. I think Resistible is the horse that's probably uh, got the most upside in the event. Peaks here, third up, and he's ready to win. Probably dropped slightly great off the last start run. And we spoke about it just before the way this track will play. Gano, it's a horse who's going to settle up on speed. Probably leads this field up um, and probably proves hard to beat. But it's a little bit of a tricky midway this week, mate. How'd you set? Yeah, found nearly impossible. I'll lean to toes and nose uh, on top, but... Uh wasn't a race I was really keen to uh, to dive into. I was going to save my bullets for later on. And speaking of later on, well, the Tab Highway Handicap over the mile, race three. I was very keen. Satay chicken here. I thought Joshy Pye would be ready to fire. He's in good form and obviously rode Oban Buramaya to his biggest win or financial gain win of his career anyway. Let's just put it that way. And I think he's in good form. I think Satay chicken has been primed for this race. And those colours, well, you know that they'll be winning a race at Newcastle today somewhere along the lines. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Tab Highway Handicap? Yeah, I think it's a racing two. The two rematch versus the four Sartay Chicken. The more I look at this race, Gano, the more I'm in your corner. I think there's a lack of speed, Good. which is a little bit interesting for a Tab Highway. But Sartay Chicken, 2,000 back to 600 metres, can run him into the ground up on speed. I've got a query on rematch over the 1,600 metres. Yeah, add gate 16 to that. That just... Um, gives me a couple of concerns. So I'm with you, Gano. I think Sato Chicken's um, a nice bet there in race three. I think the thing is for rematch, you know, obviously that 1,600-metre start is very generous at Newcastle, and you do have Nashua Wheeler aboard. So he, he, he could definitely overcome that barrier, but he, he's going to have to do some work for sure. And I think you're with me with us leaning on the as, – as far as price sensitivity goes, um, Sato Chicken's probably the yep. one that represents the most value and has the least amount of risk around it. Gee, I'm hungry now. Gee whiz. Righto. Race four, <laughs> benchmark 78 here. Uh, we, we spoke to, um, to to Adrian Bott about Miss Muller. He didn't seem that keen on the horse. Thought maybe um, later in the prep perhaps might have been a, a time to follow this galloper. But you've got poor Trey here for Godolphin and, and that man, Nashville Willow, we just talked about as the uh, short price favourite here in that $2.70 mark. How do you see um, how do you see this race unfolding in regards to a speed map? And uh, can anything beat Portray? Well, there's not too much speed. I think uh, Portray probably leads them up. I think Fairway Star, who's fourth up in the preparation, gate eight, I think with a lack of speed, can probably slide up and sit outside the leader. In behind that, Zoe's Promise, Chase My Crown. Um, and then you probably have Lavarque and Hide Your Heart settling off them. I wanted to really be with four for Cindy. She's obviously come out this morning, which is... Um, not good for me, but Portray's hard enough to beat. I thought the probably the, the, the bet in the race could potentially be Hide Your Heart, who keeps flying under the radar. Really good last start in a strong riding race. And Nathan Dorth flying on his home track, but in my mind, Gunner, probably not a race I'm going to be betting into today. You've got Anna Rober there claiming three kilos, so that's obviously a big, uh, big 
push and and good to see um, Nathan's listening there. Get, you know, getting Anna Anna Roper aboard there, claiming three. So fifty four kilos um, on speed horse, and hey, why not have a, a shekel each way on it? Because our man Nathan Doyle on his home track, hopefully he'll have a big big day today. Um, no doubt he's a gun. He's a he's a trainer on the rise, and uh, hopefully hide your heart can get the job done for connections there. Righto, Dino, race five. Uh, we're just r- racing through these before we get to the bigger races here. The benchmark 88. Gee, tough race, except for the horse down the bottom, I'm in to win. Should just run them into the ground from that 1850 start. Other than that, I can't see. I don't, I don't know what beats it, Dino. Find me a horse that beats it, please do. Go ahead. Yeah, I think the two dangers, if there are any, are the six probably pervade. And the big watch is on the three for me, Herman Hesse. First up, four trials. First up, over 850 metres. Any other stable, you'd probably put a line through. But Mo and Houston, they can get their horses on with their data and they know their fitness levels to a T. Um, if me and you were first up 1850, I think we'd be out the back struggling to beat the England home. But I think it will settle close enough to the speed and can be a danger. But I'm firmly in your court. I think I'm in to win is one of the better bets in the program. I know it's short now, but I wouldn't be surprised if it starts sub $2. Although it's brilliant first up, that stable will improve horses second up. Um, I can't see it going backwards here. And from up on top, you know, I think it's incredibly hard to beat. So on with you again in race five with the 12, I'm in to win. There you go, listeners. We've uh, we've <laughs> combined again. It's a party horse, as they say, on track. And uh, I'm in to win. They did bet $3.20. Um, so let's hope that we might get something more. But Dino's suggesting it won't. So... That's a little disappointing if you did miss the three twenty, but you're still getting around the two dollar fifty, that two dollar forty, two dollars fifty, and that that's a price, uh, especially if it well, if it starts uh, sub two dollars, Dino. Now uh, let's uh, recap your best bets before we go to a break. Your best bet of the day at Newey. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race seven, which we'll touch on in depth a little bit uh, soon. Sorry. So race seven, number nine, until Valhalla is my best bet across the program there at Newcastle on a good day, Geno. Super stuff. Yeah, I was really keen. Race three, number four, Sartay Chicken. I thought it'd get the job done. A really good price. He's getting around the $6 mark. Very happy to be with Sartay Chicken. Righto, let's take a break. We'll be back. We're going to absolutely dominate our way through the rest of this card, uh, and uh, we'll read out some text messages shortly. Welcome back to the Sydney set, proudly brought to you by Racing New South Wales. With the $1 million Hunter and $1 million Gong await, elegant thrills and world-class racing are here. Dean Watling, uh, let's just give the listeners our best bets again. Off the top, yours comes in race seven, I believe. Spring Stakes, group three for the three-year-olds over the 1,600 metres. Uh, so race seven, number nine, until Valhalla. I think she'll be too classy for them. Peaking conditions, third up, rising to group three grade, albeit a bit of a weak group three race here, going Super stuff. And mine is race three, number four, Sate Chicken. Just off the text line uh, from one Jack Dickens. Can't believe .com's tipping the mailbag horse. He could stop COVID. Love you, Dino. Hey? <laughs> there you go. A bit of ribbing from uh, from the boys. Uh, morning, Mickey and Dino. Love the show. Just wanted to get your thoughts on Rustic Steel in race eight. Always listening, Tanya. Well, we'll get to that soon, Tanya, as we uh, as we get through those. Righto. Let's go to race six here, Dino. The Beauford. Uh, over the 2,300 metres. Interesting race that we actually looked at early in the week and last year this was a race they didn't have too many um, too many acceptances for but they uh, they've got a full field this time around looks a much stronger version this year um why don't you just go through the map or let me do the map and then you can do a bit of a uh, bit of tipping you've obviously got numerian here Canberra legend um paraded like i did a little bit overweight and just a bit of a battler but i think will strip much fitter this time around 
uh, roll forward and Youth Spirit will probably roll forward. How do you see this race unfolding from that 2,300-metre start and who do you have on top, Dino? Yeah, the 2,300-metre start's pretty kind. You've got about oh, 300 metres till the first turn. It's down the, the home straight until they turn for the first time. Like you mentioned, probably a solid tempo up front here. Numerian, Youth Spirit, Canberra Legend, Baby Rider, and you've got Dark Dream and a couple of others. So I think there'll be a genuine tempo here. It's an interesting race. I think Numerian's hard enough to beat, but I love the update we got this week of Canberra Legend on the socials from Chris Wallace. He looked a, a different horse. He looked ripped. He's lost all that uh, weight that he probably carried first up. And I know he's a savage drifter, but he was in the market. And he has some good form lines around that land legend that come out here and towed our stayers up. So I think Canberra Legend's hard enough to beat in this race and should get the perfect run going from um, gate five. You know, the extra weight he was carrying, not just around his belly, it was also me. I declared him as a best bet because his form was <laughs> phenomenal and he's turned up and looking horrific. I couldn't believe it in the yard. I was like, oh, what are we doing here? Mm. But now Chris has got him well, that... and he'll be fit as a fiddle and this is a very winnable race, isn't it, Dino? Exactly. And it'll be interesting to see what the market does today. Obviously, he was a savage drifter once he stepped into the parade ring, which is a great guide. So he's a bigger price today. But if the money does come for him late, then you know he's there, fit, ready to go. So um, what I saw on social suggested that he is. And I think the market will help us out late with his price as well. And we will be gambling responsibly, but I will be betting up Canberra Legend to get it all back uh, this afternoon. Race seven here, the three-year-old Spring Stakes here looking for some uh, some black type here and uh, on top in the top of the market invincible spy um, the favorite and then you've got until Valhalla a horse for um, we did mention before the mailbag was doctor you got a schnitzel uh, fairly here it seems to be low flying so uh, how do you see the uh, the map in this race here both of those horses mentioned uh, will row forward do you know do you see an abundance of pressure or do you think it's just going to be a um, just a flop out and work it out from that 1600 meter mark yeah, I think the latter of that, I think there's not too much speed in this race. Invincible Spy, obviously, what else about train led in its last two starts, it will lead him up. I think uh, Gazzano, Zach Lloyd on, potentially sits outside the leader. Then you've got Mag uh, Metallic Ruler, Justin Tye, and Selling behind. I think Until Bahala and Sly Boots probably get the, the run of the race. And I think horses, you know, worse than midfield, are probably in a little bit of trouble just with the tempo on paper. So um, that's why I'm siding. That's why I really like the nine until Valhalla. She showed that tactical versatility last start when surprisingly landing on speed. And I love the way she adapted. That was her second start. So when you get a horse like that that's thrown in the deep end in a second start and, and the sectional she ran home late just screams to me, get to me to 1,600 metres. There's a couple of tired horses in this. Kaitea comes there out of probably the stronger races, but he's eight up 2,000 metres back to 1,600 metres. I think that's a massive training performance if that can get done. So... Uh, I think until Valhalla and Invincible Spy bring that upside to this race and worthy of winning. Um, keen to be the nine, but happy enough now with a price can I, or to save on Invincible Spy. I think it's out to a, a pretty big price. Comes off a Gosford win in probably week of grey, but the time and the sectionals out of that suggested um, that he's right up to this. I think he's got upside, third up, stays at 1,600 metres. He's already ticked that box. So um, I'm going to have my main bet on the nine until Valhalla, and I'm going to have a saver on the three Invincible Spy. Very good. All right, let's go to race eight, the Newcastle Herald Hunter, and we'll also get an update from our partner. Noisy, the newest betting app this spring. Time to bet noisy. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.
Yeah, sound noisy bet market here. Marzu, $3. King of Sparta, $5. Cole Crusher, $4.80. Rustic, still a horse that uh, I think was it Tanya that wanted to uh, get a get a mention uh, from you, Dino. $14. Dark Destroyer, $31. Excellent proposal for Joshy Parr, $26. Rocketing by a horse that just jumps out of the ground every now and then. $41's into $23. Cinewon, $26. I know a horse that, uh, Dino, you had your eye on in previous preparations. Opal Ridge, $8. Dajaran, $9. A horse that Adrian gave a massive push for Gravina 16 a military expert $13 this is a really good race and, and and you know a really good initiative from racing New South Wales because we've seen the spring carnival um, come and go in Sydney and we're now moving to these regional areas we've got the hunter then we've got the you know, one million dollar gong the hunter over 1300 meters the gong over 1600 meters it's a fantastic fantastic initiative and uh, I think this is a really good race Dino let's just kick off with a speed map I, I see Cole Crusher going forward. Obviously, worth a lot of worth a lot of money here. So Cole Crusher will go forward. There'll be there'll be enough tempo. One Dajaran won't be too far away. But just outside of those two, I see them all wanting to hold a position. But I don't see an extreme amount of pressure behind them. Have you read it that way? Yeah, very similar. I think the scratchings probably paid even more into that. Iron Me's come out um, far too easy inside gate. I thought it was going to settle closer, potentially Valana as well. So I think the more you do uh, look at the race and, and the more you look at the scratchings, I think there is enough pressure. But like you said, I think it's over the top. Very good. Um, I'm with Dajaran after hearing everything Adrian Bot said and now the way the map's gone, I'm going to play a two-bet a two bet play. Dajaran with Noisy Bet around the uh, $9 mark, so I'm keen to back it. And I think Cole Crush is the other one around the $4.80 mark that I'm also keen to play. I think we can back those two with confidence. I'm against Marzu. Uh, just it's been a, that sort of preparation. I'm not that keen. It's a hard, fast track up there at Newcastle today, and I, I just don't think it'll suit. However, I would love to see Marzu jump out of the ground and win because it's just good for the game to have these um, big, uh, you know, horses with profiles uh, winning races. Of course, Dino, how did you see the uh, the Hunter and who's on top, mate? Yeah, I'm similar to you in the respect I'm going to have a two-prong attack, but I'm the opposite to you. I'm firmly in the court of the one, Mazu. He's my top tip in the race, and I'm going to back the three as well, King of Sparta. A little bit of a Peter and Paul Snow and two-prong attack. I think Mazu, I know he's had interrupted preparation, but you look back through history, and a horse that won this race, lost and running, had a very similar spring carnival, and then had a couple of issues and then come to this race, sat outside the leader three wide and absolutely spanked them with the, the grouse or the A1 form. So Mazu comes out of the Giga Kick stakes over 1,300 metres. He's only beaten two lengths behind Bella Nipatina, Private Eye, and think about it. That's got to be the best form for this race. He's had a tick over trial. Nash was on in that trial, which I think is a, a big positive here. And from gate six, like we mentioned, there is enough speed up front. Um, but I think you want to be within striking distance. I think Marzu does. King of Sparta, he was terrific first up chasing Star Patrol down there at Flemington. Um, second up, total forgiving the Sydney Stakes. He was five wide without cover there and still had the audacity to stick on and run to the line. Um, I think third up now, 1,300 metres is his sort of pet trip between that 12 and 1,400 metre trip. And he draws a good gate here, Gano, I think. I think he can settle forward of midfield. I think that's key. If they are running off, they overdo it. I think he's the one screaming home. But So I'm going to have a good two-bet play here. Race eight, number one, Marzu and the three, King of Sparta. I do want to touch on and talk about the 15 Dajram. All of its best runs have all come first up. So I think that's a big tick. And the market support's key. It gets a lovely run. Um, and the other one interests me is military expert, Gelded. Blinkers on. The recent trial's terrific. It's going to settle off on speed. I wouldn't be surprised if it lobs up too. So I think they're the two roughies in the race. And 
Finally, to touch on the question off the text line, Rustic Steel, terrific last start in the Sydney Stakes. Made a lot of ground on the day. You couldn't make ground. The query is gate 18. If they are running on, I think you can maybe add a little bit of confidence to your bet, but I'd be waiting to see and just make sure you can run on before backing Rustic Steel, Gano. Yeah, well summed up, Dino. I think a race that we can probably play exotics in because there are a number of chances and, and, and there are you know, there is some value. We can pick the eyes out of that race. All right, let's head to race nine here. Just a lonely little benchmark 78 here with a, a number of chances. But I know you're very, very keen on one just off the top here. A bit of a market here. Tabby Time, your $3.10 favourite with Noisy Bet, Sweet Mercy, $4.20. Oakford, Waratah, $5.50. And man behind the money, $7. How do you see race nine on Dino? Yeah, one of the better betting races of the day for me. I really like this race. I'm respecting the one man behind the money who has the, the tactical advantage and has trialled up well, has really good figures from last preparation and gets the two kilo claim of Jet Stanley. But um, I'm really keen to be with the 11, Tavi Time. I was with him first up. He's always had a little bit of a spruik on this horse. He trialled up superbly. He had absolutely no luck at all last start, went to the line. I wouldn't even say in first gear. He was in neutral. Um, strips for the second half, back to his home track. I think Dylan Gibbons will want to be um, getting a win on this horse after that ride first up. The slight query is the the map here. He's going to get probably worse than midfield. I want to be seeing him run on. And I think if we do see him run on, I think you can increase your confidence with the bet. But I think race nine, number 11, Tavi Time is one of the better bets across the program going to. Superstar horse in neutral. Let's hope it finds first, second, third, then fourth, <laughs> and maybe even fifth gear down that uh, that Newcastle straight to nice. Dino. Yeah, it would be nice. All right, race 10. We're going to wrap up here the Newcastle preview. Then we'll go to a break and we'll be back, uh, chew the fat, and cover our, our best bets again. But race 10 here, gee, I tell you what, isn't there a train? I don't think there's a trainer going better than Sarah Ryan. She's absolutely low flying. She's, you know, basically, they'll say she's come out of nowhere. She's been working hard for years and years and years. And mm. look, you know, she, she's getting uh, everything she deserves. She's just dominating uh, last night. There's two, two winners at, uh, at Canterbury, I'd say probably from two runners as well. But So she's low flying. So uh, props to you, Sarah. You keep on doing that. You are a star. But look, really open race here. 1,300 metres, you've got Carpo Strata in the market, you've got Fearson in the market, you have much, much better for Sarah. Um, so, coupling there or thereabouts as well. I found it I found it really, really difficult. Just give us a speed map and then give us your thoughts, Dino. Yeah, it's a, I think you summed it up well. It's a race where all these horses sort of race against each other over the last couple of weeks. Some have had luck, some are sort of deep into their preps. Um, talking of speed, I think the speed map is key and probably... Um, dictates my bet here. I think much, much better for the informs here. Ryan Camp leads them up. Fearson slides across from the gate, uh, 11. And then in behind that, I think you've got Fendo who can settle a little bit closer from the inside. Kabling has tactical speed. And in behind that, you've got horses like Capo Strata and Co. So I think it's a wide open race. In saying that, I think Fearson has the most upside here. Comes out of a, a different form line to these. Uh, ran second behind Grabini in the Golden Cup last start. I think that's good form. I really like Rabini as a horse. And like I said, when you've got other horses here, Gunner, who probably are all beating each other up, I think you can um, back a horse like um, Fearson, who's going to settle outside the leader, suit the map um, or the track pattern on, on the day and prove hard to run down. So slight lean on the six Fearson in the last for me, Gunner. 
Yeah, for yeah, I'm with much, much better. I thought it just goes forward, gets the claim um, on a track that's going to be nice and firm. I thought Ruby Moss was a horse that you could back if there was any um, sense of a, a run on. Uh, but I'd be really surprised if they were running on well today at Newcastle, just given the, the conditions we've had. But stranger things have happened, Dino. Well, there's your 10 races uh, done and dusted. Uh, we'll take a break. We're back with a few text messages.